Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Marcel Bonneau is a resident of Saskatchewan, and Mr. Bonneau listens to this program, and we thank him for that. And uh, he sent me an email a couple of days ago, and it had to do with a conversation we had last Sunday with Joe Warmington of the Toronto Sun. And uh, Joe and I were talking about the interpreters, the Afghan interpreters who uh, served Canadians, who worked with Canadian forces, were on the front lines of battle with Canadian forces against the insurgents, and were often the uh, primary targets for the insurgents because the insurgents, the Taliban, knew the value of the interpreters to the uh, to the Canadians and to the other forces in in Afghanistan. They knew the language, they knew the customs, they knew how to communicate in, uh, in in subtleties that if you're if you're not from an area, you just don't know. You can't do it. And so these men, these interpreters, did a tremendous job for Canadians. Now they find themselves abandoned. That's what's happened to them. They've been abandoned. And they're living in Afghanistan. Some of them have uh, left Afghanistan and are living hand-to-mouth in other parts of the world. And they left simply so to get away from the Taliban and the threat the Taliban uh, pose. Because the Taliban have, as you heard uh, one of the interpreters, Alex, uh, tell us on this program more than once, they have very clear, made it very clear that if they catch the interpreters and they're looking for them, they're hunting them, if they get them, they'll murder them, behead them and kill them. And, and that's what happened to, uh, to one interpreter already. So this country has both opportunity and obligation to bring those Afghan interpreters here to Canada. You know, make sure, vet them and make sure that they are who they say they are, and then bring them to Canada with their families and provide them with safety. So, uh, Marcel Bono, Marcel, thank you. But this first story we're going to start with, your brother felt very strongly about this issue, did he not? Oh, absolutely. Uh, he, he worked with interpreters all the time, and uh, they, they were like brothers to them. So, um, I mean, these guys are all sworn into their units. Um, they get 100% support from our troops. There's, uh, there's just no reason to die the, deny them entry here. And your brother would refer to these interpreters as heroes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. What was it about what they did that mattered so much to him? Well, uh, like you said before, um, uh, especially in that language, um, it's very hard to communicate. It's a hard language to, uh, uh, to, to learn, for one thing. And uh, if these guys, if these guys don't, um, don't know about a particular target or anything, the message is going to get across and you're going to end up with uh, uh, collateral damage and, and all kinds of things like that. So it's very important for these guys to, to be able to communicate with our guys. Yeah. Now, your brother is, uh, is no longer with us, and my condolences to you and your, your family on the loss of your brother. Um, and you want to make this message, get this message out that of his support for, for the interpreters. How did they work with your brother? Uh, well, my brother was, uh, was a, t- a target uh, identific- identification officer for the drone aircraft. And uh, basically, he was there to, um, to look for targets on the ground to either eliminate or, or, uh, or pass up. So these guys would, uh, would sit beside them and basically say, well, you know, uh, leave this guy alone. He's not doing anything. He's doing He's, uh, we're just working in the fields or, or something like that. So okay. they were just trying to minimize the 
collateral damage again. So, well, they work together very work. closely on oh, a yeah. daily basis. So there's no reason not to bring these interpreters and their families to Absolutely this country. Not. It's absolutely not. It's unacceptable that this is going on, and there's absolutely no interest shown by either the immigration minister, Hudson, or by the prime minister, Mr. Trudeau. None. Zero. None. You know, it, 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 I, th- I think we have a, a way to fix this. We can get Trudeau and all his cronies in the, op- in the prime minister's office there, and we take their money away and stick them on the Alberta-Saskatchewan border. I'm not sure what you then mean the, by that, but well, they'll, they'll get the the idea of of how it is to be lonely out there. Okay, no well, <laughs> t- take that under advisement, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bono. You also uh, listened uh, yesterday when I spoke with Graham, thirty-one year yes. old from Ottawa, uh, yes, who sir. is living with Lyme disease and has terrible chronic pain, and he's going to lose his doctor to retirement. And his doctor told him, "I get you another doctor." But I can't get you, he, that doctor will not provide you with the opioid medication that you require to live and have some quality of life. And at 31 years of age, Graham, in his email to me, and we talked about it yesterday, fears that this may be his last spring simply because he's so terrified of having to face chronic agony every single day. You, you're facing your own situation. I'm facing a not anywhere near like that. Um, yeah, I had a, a little industrial accident and uh, uh, lost my hand just above the wrist. But um, they put it back on. It's it's all good now. Um, but once I get my nerves, my nerves start to regenerate again. It's gonna it's gonna be a long, painful road after that. So um, anyway, I've tried just about every nerve painkiller that there is out there. I've got one more to try, and then. Um, I've been trying to get uh, approval to uh, take a cannabinoid oil, um, just a drop on the tongue. Uh, apparently works super great because it's low THC and high CW, CWB. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's just hard to get approval for a, a decent drug to to um, to release some pain. It's hard enough to having a having having a a handicap without the pain, you know. I can't imagine. I mean, you so you lost your hand above the wrist. Yes. In an industrial accident, so that's yeah. that's massive. And then they so they reattach it. Reattach it, yeah. And it's working. It's well. <laughs> it's working. I'm going through physio. physio. Yeah. I'm doing four days a week in Saskatoon. Okay. Uh, at physio, so. But your nerves are going to either regenerate or they're going to uh, reactivate, and that's going to bring with it. Pain. Well, that's gonna. Be, it it. They're not give. They're not, they're not putting my hopes up too high because they've had cases where it doesn't come back at all. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a wait and see game. See what happens. But you will experience pain if the if the nerves oh, absolutely. And, and very yeah. significantly. And so you're having difficulty getting uh, approval for the cannabinoid for the uh, for the yes. medical marijuana. That's right. They they will only approve it for uh, cancer patients and. Uh, uh, degenerative uh, nerve diseases. They, you know, this, that's, that's, and, and you've tried other other available drugs. Yes. And they haven't they haven't done the the job for you. No, they haven't worked. You know, it's it sounds just mind numbing, really. That's that they can frankly be so stupid. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you how do you how do you look at you and what you've of what you've experienced, 
and what you're facing going forward and say to you, well, now we... Have they said no? Are they deciding? Or where does this stand right now? No, it was all... It, my, uh, my pain specialist already uh, applied to have it covered through WCB, um, workers' compensation, and he was already told that... He, he was already told no, uh, we will not cover it. It's for cancer and nerves only, nerve uh, degenerative. So, so, nerve you, you, so you can get it, but you have to pay for it yourself. Oh, yes. So, so you can you can have it. You can get it. I can get it, but uh, like uh, your your guy from yesterday there, I don't know what he would have to take for a, for a, um, you know, for a pain medicine. Yeah, he's um, been using he's been using the same pain med for years. It's been prescribed yeah. by the same doctor, and he's losing his doctor. So that's where where his fear is. Oh, but, I but, see. but you can but you can you can get the cannabinoid, but you're going to have to pay for it, and it's expensive. Yes, it is. Yeah. And the other and the other drugs don't work for you, so you're not going to use those. That's right. So you're not going to bill the uh, the, the health ministry for those. That's right. And it's not something that I'd, that would happen for the rest of my life. I mean, at some point I would be coming off that stuff too, because it's not a not an addictive drug. No, it isn't. How how, how how does this make you feel? Uh, the the cannabinoid. No, the fact that you're running into this. Oh well. I mean, it's it's, it's so um, psycho- psychologically, it's it's tough. It's uh, it's bad because uh, the, I don't know. They they seem to think that you're you're not in as much pain as you, as you think you are. Yeah. And they uh, they think you're faking it. They think you want to that you just want to smoke drugs or something like that. But they they won't even cover an oil, a low THC oil. You know, it's really it's really disturbing because we've had uh, we've had Justin Trudeau say that it's basically you know just a little ir- I'm paraphrasing, just sort of an irritation you know and and we've had a former attorney general of the United States say I oh, just take some over the counter pain meds they have no idea what they're talking about they're yeah. they're they're just absolutely senseless and and so now you're facing what's going to be an expensive reality for you and 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 you've already gone through enough of a difficulty mm-hmm. as it is that's right yeah. Thanks for sharing the story with Mr. Bono. The more we hear, the more incidents we hear of, the less tolerant people are going to be of this kind of activity. That's right, yeah. Thank you, sir. And again, uh, heartfelt condolences on the loss of your brother, and and thank you for his service to this nation. All right. Thank you, Roy. All the best, Marcel. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too, sir. Bye-bye. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.